0: Hey everyone, hope you're having an amazing day. Today I wanted to hang out with you for a few minutes and share with you something that I I think I need to clarify uh, on this podcast uh, because I think a lot lot of people know what I'm going to tell you here, but a lot of people might not, and it's actually my own fault. Wow, I don't know if you can hear that, but that is the most annoying car in the history of the world. There's some like little four-cylinder with like an exhaust leak. Whoops. Anyway, so if you listen to the intro of this podcast, which my guess is you probably listen to most of it, or maybe if you've listened to the podcast for a long time, you might fast forward through it, but you've probably listened to it, you know, a handful of times in your life. And, um, you know, it's a pretty exciting intro, like the music is good, right? Stuff like that. But I mean, first of all, I actually need to redo that intro for two reasons. Number one, it's way too long. And um, I literally did that intro in like two seconds, and uh, I was just like, basically, needed, I was like, I need an intro, I need to get it out there, I needed to, you know, make sure that I can start doing this podcast, right? So, that intro is probably a year and a half. I don't even know how old it is, it's over a year old though, and uh, so I knew that, like, even when I recorded, I was like, okay, this is too long, I'm basically saying the same thing too many times, but whatever, it's still pretty good, you know, it gets, pe- gets me fired up, gets other people fired up, I've had a lot of compliments on it, but I still want it to be more succinct and... And, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like, elegant. So, anyway, I'm going to redo that soon. It's going to be a lot shorter and more succinct. It'll say the same message, but it'll be, uh, I think it'll be more powerful because I won't be repeating myself. Um, But that's just one side of the coin. The other side of the coin, what I'm really meaning to talk about right now is the part of the intro in there that I, uh, I said... You know, I forgot I forgot what exactly I say. Like, I don't listen to my own intro. <laughs> You've probably heard the intro more than I have. Um, but I basically said something like, you know, we don't care about this. We don't care about this. And we don't care about the industry. But we do care about blah, blah, blah. And that's just what I just said just now is actually not true. Um, I do care about the network marketing industry. Now, I don't care about, like, I don't have this, like, love affair with like all these other companies, right? Like there's, I think there's a lot of network marketing companies out there that are amazing, but I think there's a lot of them out there that are just like plain dumb and, you know, not treating their reps right, they're not treating the business right. They're just doing a lot of stuff really, really poorly. And so like, I'm not a fan of those companies, but I I am a fan of the business model, like obviously, right? I'm a huge fan of the business model. I I truthfully, or not truthfully, I truly think that it is the best business model out there. I don't, I don't like secretly feel like other business models are better. I mean, I've done my fair share of second guessing network marketing, and when I say my fair share, I mean probably more than <laughs> anyone, um, because I would go through, you know, years of thinking like, "Am I doing the right thing?" Um, and kind of being, you know, not necessarily distracted, but. Really, like always asking myself, am I doing the right thing? And so I would kind of go down these rabbit holes, these mental rabbit holes of other business opportunities or business types or investment types and things like that. And every single time I would go down one of these hole, these rabbit holes in my mind, I would come out saying to myself, man, network marketing is amazing. It's literally the best thing out there. And I've done that so many times. I literally don't, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's something out there like, right, we're not all knowing, (laughs) but I mean, I've literally never found anything that is as good. And you know, I've dove down like any any easy to find or even moderately hard to find or even tough to find business opportunity. I mean, I've kind of dove, dove down that rabbit hole and I can't find anything better. I really can't. Um, I mean, especially when you can combine the network, like the residual aspect of network marketing, with the m- immense scale of online marketing. I mean, the 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 truth of the matter is that online marketing has way, 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 way more power when it comes to acquiring customers. Like, if you studied traditional, uh, you know, traditional techniques that we've talked about in the past, um, y- there's not very much acquisition power in what traditional network marketing re- marketers do. You know, they're recruiting, you know, three Four or five people a month at most. I mean, that's considered a top recruiter. <laughs> um, and when you think about that in comparison to like an online marketer, I mean, they can sell a thousand products a day, no problem, right? So the customer acquisition is so much more powerful from an online marketer, from a direct response marketer than a network marketer. But if you can combine the leverage and the scale of a direct response online marketer and the residual power of Network marketing. That's when you have something really, really special, and so that's what that's what we do. Obviously, you already know that. Um, but the, re- the reason I wanted to kind of, I guess, make a little note about this is because I I really do care about the industry. Um, I believe it is the best business model that exists, and I think that it's there's been a lot of disservice that has been done to it by well-meaning people that do stupid things to try to grow their business and when they do those stupid things they hurt the reputation of themselves number one and they also hurt the reputation of the industry and you know so i think when i initially said that in the intro i was probably just like ah you know just like i was angry at those people right that were like hurting the reputation of the industry and so like i when i wrote that and said it it came off like i don't care we don't care about the industry but the truth is we do, you know, like that's one of the main passion points for MLM Rebels to begin with. Like, if you're here, you probably know this, but like we build our own network marketing team. But we also build, you know, or we also uh, sell training products to help people build, you know, their network marketing companies, even if it's not ours. And we have customers and like literally, I think, literally almost every MLM company out there. And so the reason that we do that is because, number one, it's obviously a revenue source for us, right? That's duh. But from a servitude standpoint, like, I don't want people going through what I went through. Like, I know what I went through for six years in my original network marketing company, and I literally wouldn't wish that business journey (laughs) on anyone, I don't think. Um, Like, did I come out of it with, with some really good skills? Yes, I did. Um... Do I wish it would have worked out differently? You know what? Yeah. Um, I don't, I would never go do that again. Um, and I don't want you to go through it. I don't want people to go through it if they don't have to. And so the tactics and the principles and the psychology and even the theology is not the right word, but the philosophy, I guess, of MLM rebels, like we put that out there in the world. We don't just keep it for to ourselves because we do care about the industry, and we want people to treat the business like a real business. Um, we want them to get results with that, and uh, that's why we do it. So, so yeah. So, I, I that kind of came to my attention a few day, or maybe a week ago or so. I was talking to someone, and um, they were in a diff- different company. They were considering a uh, higher ticket package, and you know, I was basically just kind of telling them more about me, you know. And this came up, and I basically told them like my passion for the industry. And he didn't like second-guessing or anything. He totally was, you know, very, like, thinking that was awesome. But I, I I somehow remembered, like, wait, my podcast intro says that I don't care about the industry. And here I am telling him I do because I really do. And I just basically, I kind of said, I said something that I, I meant what I said, but I didn't mean what I said, if that makes sense. Like, I knew what I was trying to say, and I said it, but it came off, the words that came out were, I don't care about the industry, which even back then when I wrote that, like that that wasn't necessarily true. It wasn't true. It, what I was meaning is, I don't care. I don't care. How, 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 how would you say it? I really didn't like what I, what I told you already, that I didn't like that there was people out there that were trying to make a quick buck and ruining the industry's reputation. And so I was almost saying, like, I don't care about those people, but that's that's not what I mean either because I do care about those people. They're human beings, and they, de- they deserve to – you don't deserve success by being a human, but they deserve to have a good opportunity, I think. And I think what I was saying is I, I hate the fact that there's people out there that are getting sold a false bill of goods. They're getting sold a quote-unquote opportunity – But that opportunity sucks. You know, they're getting sold an opportunity that says, hey, sacrifice your entire personal life and existence, sacrifice your health, sacrifice your money, sacrifice everything just to go ahead and, you know, kind of screw up your relationships and get a business that doesn't produce a profit. That's what I hate. I hate that ideology. And so that's what I was kind of pointing my finger at when I said it like that. Um, but the words that came out can paint a different picture. And I might be drilling too far in deep into this for some of you. Some of you be like, oh, I didn't even like, just, you know, I don't even think about that when you say it. Um, but it, I was thinking about that. I was like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta clarify this because, um, the main, the uh, uh, truthfully, the main reason that MLM rebels exists the way that you see it, if you're not on our team is, um, is because we care about the industry. <laughs> like that's the entire reason it exists. Is because we we see a massive gaping hole where there's so many well-meaning people that want results. They're willing to do the work. They're willing to, to They're willing to take proper. They're willing to take coaching, but the coaching that they're receiving is like just absolute garbage, you know. And it, basically, what they're being told to do is like stuff that maybe you were told to do at one point in time, right? Like. Stock friends and family, right? Post stuff all over Facebook, post stuff all over Instagram and things like that. And um, and then just basically kind of hope and pray for, for something to work. Um, hope is not a strategy. Uh, you know, real businesses don't only use the friends and family. They have an, act, an actual strategy to grow. They have an actual ability to generate leads on demand, um, to generate acquisitions on demand, customers on demand. That's what real businesses do. And so we wanted to teach teach people that and that's why MLM Rebels exists. So um, I think the other thing I I do want to, I guess, clarify since we're kind of talking about this is warm market stuff. You know, when we first built the first Rebels recruiting system, there's a chopper just floating around right there. Um, When we first built the original Rebels recruiting system, there was zero (laughs) provisions in there for warm market like none. And um, I started getting people asking me like, hey, how, how do I do, like, I wanna, how do I talk to my, or uh, how do I share this with my friend? And I was like, what, <laughs> what do you mean? Why do you wanna share this with your friend? Like, I thought you didn't wanna talk to your friends and family. And uh, <laughs> and I was like, hey, sorry, man, like, I, I don't even know. Um, and then it kinda kept happening, and kept happening, and kept happening. So long story short, we eventually made a funnel for a war market. And it, we included in our rebel systems, or. People that are part of our team, and so when they get in, they can, you know, use this particular funnel for their warm market if they choose to. We don't force them to build warm market. We we give them obviously the strategies to build cold market, but we say, hey, if you ever have a warm market person that you want to share this with, boom, there you go, and they can utilize it. And, you know, our marketing material obviously says like we're we're very divisive in our marketing. We're very divisive. We say like, hey, we don't stock friends and family. In fact, we completely demonize it, so that it's effective marketing, right, and, you know, truthfully, like, if you, yeah, I mean, that's just, it's the way that we build a business, we build it nearly all cold market, I don't think I've, I mean, I've sponsored maybe, like, two warm market people, like, in recent memory, and they came to me, <laughs> so, like, we don't, we don't go after our warm market, but I'm not opposed to it, Um if someone does it properly, if someone gets trained properly and does it right. You know, I used to build the business warm market only, so we get pretty good at it. And um, you know you get good at it when you can keep relationships intact and still get results. That's when you know you're good at it. Um, So I'm not like morally opposed to it I think it's fine I mean if you're excited about something it's okay to talk to talk about you just got to do it correctly so that you don't hurt a relationship because that's not worth it in my opinion you know relationships are more important than business and so uh just a clarification point now let me re-clarify the clarification point And make sure that you're very, very aware. Like, we're not watering down MLM Rebels and saying, like, oh, let's do war market stuff. Do we have war market products? Yes, we do because we've got skills in that area. Um, But is MLM Rebels being watered down? No way. Uh, Like, I am unequivocally beyond convinced, I've seen with my own two eyes, that building it, building MLM with direct response, online marketing strategies is by far the most superior way to build network marketing by far. I mean, the fact that we can recruit more people in a week sometimes than some do all year long, and we do it all from the cold market, and we make a profit when we do it, and these people are coming to us, like, what's better than that? Like, that's just amazing. And so, you're you're still gonna see our marketing material. It's still going to completely, you know, just, you know, say this is, this is, <laughs> this is not warm market stuff. And it's not, it's all cold market stuff. Um, but like we do believe that if done properly, warm market stuff is okay. Um, but you have to do it properly, but you will not anytime soon, at least see any sort of marketing material from us that talks about that. We're going to be talking about building it with funnels, building in the cold market, getting people to come to us using a scalable strategy, just like you've come to, uh, Come to—I was gonna say—come to love, but <laughs> that's kind of presumptuous. Um, come to realize or see, whatever. Anyway, a little bit at a loss for words right there, but that's okay. I—I um, I always try to turn this thing on and just rock and roll, and uh, give you give you the raw, the raw gritty stuff, not the. Extra rehearsed stuff. So anyway, appreciate y'all. If you're not part of the private discussion group yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. Go to MLMSalesFunnels.com, and uh, you can get in there, learn, and see what people are doing to build their business with funnels, Um, and also you know do some brainstorming in there as well. So anyway, that's MLMSalesFunnels.com, and if you're brand new to the show, and you haven't read the blueprint yet, you need to read that before you do anything else today. Stop what you're doing. Go to mlmrebelsblueprint.com, and that's going to be a document that tells you exactly how to build a leveraged and an automated recruiting system for your MLM using funnels. It's very much a value add. I get compliments all the time about how much value it adds. It's not a giant sales pitch. Obviously, there's a pitch at the very, very end, but um, the vast majority of it is a value add. So I get we get compliments all the time about how much people learn from it. Um, so that's your first step. <coughs> Excuse me anyway with that uh, I think I would think we're about done for today do me a favor leave a review and a rating that would be fantabulous if you do it I'll drive to your wherever you're at and give you a hug someday <laughs> anyway appreciate y'all talk to you soon